Welcome back for another episode of Happified. And as you can see, I am coming to you from the Poditorium. Today I'm at Podapalooza meeting some really fantastic people that I didn't even know I was missing in my life. But if you've been around for a minute, you know I love to talk about having a healing home haven. You know, recognizing where the sneaky stressors are adding up that are weighing us down and our home is a major culprit. We need to clean this place up. And my guest is going to help us get some clarity and maybe see it could be simpler than we make it out to be. Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health, and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. What if you could maximize your meditation practice with a tool that maximizes your time and attention with images and affirmations carefully selected to boost your positivity, to help you integrate your intentions into your subconscious? I have a special gift available for you. Visit HappifiedLife.com and click on the Start Off Happy button to take a look at the phenomenal technology created by Positive Prime that uses neuroplasticity to literally wire your brain for more happiness, higher productivity, better relationships, and greater success. Head over to the HappifiedLife.com page to start off happy with Positive Prime. Enjoy it free for 30 days. So grateful to be joined here in the studio by Stephanie. Stephanie is the CEO and founder of Good Girl Gone Green and host of the podcast Green Junkie. So make note of that, my friends, where she simplifies green living so you can waste less, have more, and save money. Thanks, Stephanie, for joining me. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to start chatting. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm curious because um, talking about... Well, healthy living is a hot topic, but a like cleaning up, greenifying your home, that's not always appealing to folks. So how did you come into this space of looking at what are the toxins? How can I live cleaner and healthier at home? So my journey started probably about 12 or 13 years ago. Um, I am from Montreal, Canada. So we were living in the United States for a couple of years and we were sitting on the couch and we watched the movie Food Inc., which if you have not watched that movie, I suggest that you watch it. <laughs> it's just about our food system and how broken our food system is. And that just opened up my eyes to a lot of things. So when I got into this space, it was via food, you know, questioning the food that we're eating. Why is organic food better? Why is local better? Um, why should I be asking farmers questions? And so that was really the tipping point for me where it was just, like a kid in kindergarten going, why, 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 right? It's just that never ending question. And that just kind of led me down a rabbit hole of asking why to a lot of other things. About four months later, I was pregnant with my daughter. And that's when, again, I started questioning, why am I being marketed this? Why do I have to clean my house with this? Why would I want to put this on my body? Is this actually healthier? And I remember I did not have a smartphone at that time. And I went to the health food store and I needed to buy deodorant. And I bought like four different types of deodorant, having kind of an idea of what was in them, came home, Googled them all, and then returned the ones I didn't want. 
And so that kind of started my journey of looking up ingredients, um, then questioning, you know, the clothing that we're wearing, who's making our clothing, uh, you know, how much waste we're creating. Do we need to have all this waste in our house? Can we just not use what we already have? And so for the last, you know, 12 years, it's just just researching and just asking questions why when I'm being marketed something or when I feel that I don't need that product or um, I don't need to live. We, we as a family don't have to live that way because other people live that way. So that's kind of how I got introduced to this whole thing. Um, when I was a kid, sustainability wasn't really a big topic. I remember my dad would have like a garden, maybe if I remember correctly, he might've composted. And so when I went to college, you know, recycling wasn't a thing when I was, you know, in, it wasn't like really big here where I lived. And so he introduced me more to recycling. And that's kind of how I dipped my toe into sustainability. And really when we moved to the United States, it like opened up my eyes to a whole new world um, by watching the documentary. Yeah, I really love that. And thank you for that reminder. I, I think it's been a long time. I do think I watched Food, Inc. Um, and there are so many great ones that ask powerful questions or, um, you know, the more dramatic movies. I watched Dark Waters with my husband and he's finally listening to me about nonstick pans. I've only been talking about it for years. But thank you. Thank, yeah. Okay. Now we saw it in a movie. So we'll listen to what is going on. Um, but I love your point about that. And and what comes to my mind when we're asking why, why is this different? Why are they telling me that this is what I need in my food? Why, you know, the question that comes to my mind is why is macaroni and cheese different if it's sold in Europe than it is in the US? And it's like, well, because they just say no to some things that in the US, mm -hmm. our system is fine to let happen. So we really do need to educate ourselves. And that feels big because there is so much that's already demanding our time and attention. And as you experienced as a young mom, like there's more and more things that we start to think, oh no, I need to worry about this. Oh, this too. Like it feels like the problem gets bigger and bigger instead of getting smaller and more manageable. So how do you, um, do you have words of advice or um, perspectives that help people when they start like opening the cover on this little Pandora's box and like, oh, wow, no, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think don't do what I did, which is I had the time though. Like that's the biggest difference. A lot of people that start on this journey, a lot of it, everyone, I've not everyone, but a huge percentage of the people I speak to are like, when I got pregnant, when I had kids, that's kind of what flips the switch for them because they realize I'm not just caring for myself anymore. I'm caring for these like little, like little humans that are running around. So in my space, that's what I hear a lot of um, when I had kids, when I, you know, when I became a parent. Um, so a lot of the times when you do become a parent, then that's when you have less time. And so just to keep it in perspective, I was on a sabbatical from work when my life had this transition. We moved to the United States. I'm a social worker, took a year off. So I had the time to research. I could sit on my computer all day if I wanted to and look up every single ingredient on 20 different deodorants if I wanted to. But the average person can't do that because they're working, they have kids, they have this, they have that. And so I think my advice, the first advice is to not try to do it all and don't think that it has to be perfect. Because for me, I was like, whoa, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, no, everything's out of the house. Like everything's gone. And then we throw everything out and then we're like, what do we replace it with? 
And then you're like in this bind of like, I don't know what to replace it with. So it's maybe just doing one thing at a time. So if for you, cleaning products are really important because you have little kids and they're going to be crawling on the floors or you have pets and you're like, I don't want my pets, you know, walking on this and then licking their paws, whatever it is, start with that and then move on to the next thing. So if it's cleaning products, start with cleaning products, use water and vinegar, look for better, you know, companies out there that are doing better and start with that. Then it could be, well, I wear a lot of makeup or I use a lot of skincare. Let's move on to the next thing. Let's look at our skincare. Let's look at better products. Then it might be, wow, I never thought about where my clothing came from. So I'm going to start looking up clothing. I'm going to maybe start buying secondhand. I'm going to be more mindful of the companies I buy from. Do they care? Are, you know, are the people being paid fair wages that are making this clothing? Um, the next step could be, well, I want to start reusing. I don't want to create more trash. So it might be, I'm going to start bringing a mug. Then it's going to be, I'm going to make sure I have a bag with me. I'm going to make sure that the jars that I get from my peanut butter, I'm not going to put in the recycling. I'm going to reuse them and see all of that. If you sat down right now and said, I have to do all that now, you're like, I'm out. I'm out. I am not <laughs> doing that. That is super overwhelming. And it is, but my personality, I was like, I'm all in, like I'm all in it's all or nothing when I got started. But again, the average person is not going to do that. So it's to take one thing and create a habit around it and make yourself comfortable doing it and then working on the next thing. Because doing it all is really hard and it's stressful. <laughs> it can be super <laughs> stressful. It can be stressful thinking like, what am I cleaning with? Where are my clothing coming from? Where's this? Where is that? And just simplify it by one thing at a time. And eventually... You know, I have this spectrum of colors. You have like the really light green, like that's like kind of white. And at the other end, it's like this dark green that's like almost black. You can slowly move along that color spectrum. You know, I'm way at the other end of like uber dark green, but somebody might be like, okay, I'm kind of like really mint green. I'm going to move along. Maybe I'm going to hit a couple of other greens and I'm happy here. I'm good here. I'm doing the best I can to contribute. And this is where I'm going to stay. Or over time, you might start moving a little bit and a little bit and a little bit more. And instead of being hard on ourselves because we don't go zero to 60 or all the way tip the charts at that like uber green end of the spectrum, like right. I'm better than I was last month or last year, right? Look at look at the habits that I've been able to change. And I'm absolutely with you. I love celebrating the small wins. And so, okay, I've got those cleaners out of my house. Right. That's huge. That's huge. And I love that you mentioned too, um, even concern about our pets. I've uh, talked with Dr. Ailey Cohen. I don't know if you're familiar with her work and her website, The Smarter Human, but she um, became passionate about the chemicals in her home when her dog got sick with a liver disease that it was far too young and really atypical to have. And it took her down this whole rabbit hole. And now she does phenomenal work and research and has written several books. And, and it starts with one, you know, that light bulb moment. Um, mm -hmm. But I will also say, and I appreciate you saying, you know, we'll do changes for other people. We'll make changes for our healthier babies and family. And I hope that even when um, people are thinking about starting families, it's, feels like a good time to start having this conversation because it's so important to get yourself as healthy as possible before, you know, because all of that plays into it too. And um, it definitely helps to clean up upline rather than, you know, trying to get it all out of your house after the fact. So I like the starting small. 
And it's, it's not only gentle on the planet, but gentle on yourself. Like you said, like doing the small things. So we all want to be gentle on the planet. We want to be mindful of how we're treating the planet, but we also have to think we have to be mindful of ourselves and mindful of how we're treating ourselves. So if we're continuously stressed out because, you know, I'm not going to lie, I've definitely been there where I'm like, I forgot my reusable spoon. I can't get ice cream now. You know, like I've been there and I, I just get a cone because I don't want to get the plastic spoon where I'm like, kids, you're not, you're no, no spoon. You're getting a cone and they're cool with it. They laugh at me and life goes on, but <laughs> you don't need that stress in your life. And it's, it's taking me a long time. Like my husband's like, wow, like you're less overwhelming. Like you're not like overbearing is probably the wrong word, but it was just sometimes like, can we just like let this slide? And I'm like, nope, can't let it slide. Nope. Nope. But over time I've realized like, it's, it's going to be okay. Like if that one time I use a plastic spoon, I can figure out another way to use it. No one's going to die. Like, so it's just creating those mindful habits of if I took a spoon every time we went for ice cream, yeah, I'm going to have like a hundred spoons sitting in my drawer, but it's just like being gentle on yourself going, okay, this time I taking the spoon, but like maybe next time, maybe I should put it in my purse. And then next time I'll have a wooden spoon or another kind of spoon. Again, spoon is just an example, but it's going back to like, you know, people often want to be gentle on the planet. And then we're figuring like, well, we need to be gentle on ourselves and not stress ourselves out because we used a cleaning product that might not be the best cleaning product. Yes, I'm all about it. <laughs> Being more gentle on ourselves, celebrating the progress. It's about the journey, not the destination. Not about that, you know, total gold star day. I saved the planet with every single choice we made. We, right? Not even like the choices you make, but then we start to take our responsibility for, you know, how our husbands still choose to shop or what the kids do, like bring home from school. And that's <laughs> personally been a hard one for me is letting go that my husband can make his own choices when it comes to what he's going to buy, <laughs> even though he's bringing it into our home and it's our money and it, you know, and now he'll come home and be like, oh my gosh, I bought these boxers and they were like, made of blah, 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 like bamboo or organic cotton. And I didn't have to hound him to do it. He's just like, wow, look what I found. Or when he's buying jeans, he's like, okay, there's this huge jean store in Montreal and they have an array of like organic jean, organic cotton jeans, you know, locally made, not made overseas. And he's like, hey, we're going to go there. But if I would hound him all the time, he'd be like, I'm out. So it's taken, you know, it takes time and to kind of, move over to that but again it's that whole being gentle on yourself and and not thinking the world's gonna you know implode or explode <laughs> because of one choice that you made right that these tally marks are always going to be on our record and never can be expunged <laughs> be on our passport like some like star they weren't sustainable <laughs> And so you mentioned too briefly, you know, as you're changing cleaning products, it, there are so many things we can make with what we have on hand. Although my husband will never, ever get on board with vinegar because it's stinky. I'm like, what the things that you buy and subject me to in trade. Um, so what do you um, tell people when they are stuck in the mindset of, oh, if it's going to be healthy, I have to make it myself? Well, I don't, I don't think it's true. I think there's the people on one end of the spectrum that want to make their own products. They want to use bleach. They want to use alcohol. They want to use peroxide and essential oils and baking soda and all that stuff. 
um, then great, do it. Like, let's celebrate that you want to make your own stuff. And maybe you're buying your stuff at refill stations. Cause then you don't, you can just like skip all the packaging and all, and you reusing bottles from past stuff. Yes, that's great. But that we're always going to have to meet people in the, in the middle. And I think using, um, a pre-made product that maybe I wouldn't necessarily buy, but it's better than bleach. It's better than Clorox. I can tell you that much. So it's just kind of meeting people where they are. If that's where you are, let's, like you said, like, let's celebrate that. It's a small win. And maybe the next step will be, oh, there are refill stations actually in my community and I can buy my cleaning product and just refill my, uh, you know, refill the bottle myself. And I don't have to keep taking the plastic bottles over and over again. So again, that's a win. You're not creating more plastic. Um, so I think it's just, you got to do the best that you can. And if you're in a situation where, you know, I don't find it very complicated to make my own products, but some people, like you said, don't like the smell. They don't even have time to like pour the vinegar in the bottle. You know, they're just so busy. They'd rather just grab it off the shelf when they're shopping. And if that's what works for you and you feel good about it and you're cool with that on your floors and on your counters with your kids and your animals. And I'm not saying that it's bad. It's just, you have to be comfortable with what you're doing. And I think that's the number one thing, you know, if you're comfortable using Clorox and bleach and you're cool with that, I'm not going to fight you on it. Like keep using it. But I think it's just meeting people where they're at. So, you know, there's a lot of great products out there that are pre-made and are safe and they're safe for animals and they're safe for your water and they're safe for humans. So that is definitely an option. And one thing that I um, tell people too, um, because it can be hard and there's definitely this kind of trend of, of green washing in the industry right. where they say it's plant materials, it's, it's unscented or it's yeah, unscented, which is not the same as fragrance free. And fragrance matters, folks. Fragrance matters. And scented just means that there's no smell. It doesn't mean right. they can't fragrance in it. They might have added something to cover up the smell and then we should be yes. asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, so there's there's great resources in it and it helps just like you're, you're saying is, you know, to make it doable wherever you can fit in, whatever is sustainable for you is the most important small change to start making, right? Because we get so hard on ourselves when we're like, I'm going to clean out every cabinet in my house and three Saturdays go by, it hasn't happened. You're like, there I go again, not doing, and then you just think you're totally off the wagon, right? So doing what we can. But I also, um, I love the picture of you, you like going through the ingredients and looking up one by one. What um, resources do you love to, what makes that easier these days? Or are there some kind of like, top three or five that you're like, if you just look out for this, you're doing yourself some favors. Well, I always go to Google, but if someone's looking for something fast, the EWG has a great website, um, environmental working group. Um, and you just go to the website and you plug in a product, let's say as long as the product's in their system, you put it in and then it rates that product for you from like one to 10, I believe. Um, and then one is being you know, safe. And then 10 being like, don't use it. Don't use it. You know, flashing red lights. Um, again, your choice to use it, but so it like will break down each ingredient and then be like, this is a one, this is a two, this is a five. And then you get to make your own decision whether you want to use that product or not. And I think it's just a great resource, especially for people that don't know what they're looking for. Right. Yeah. So there's like, 
small ingredients that I know what I'm looking for. If I see it, I'm like, yeah, no, it's out. But other people, they're not as educated and not educated because they're not smart. It's just not their topic, right? So by using that website, it just kind of breaks it down for you. And then you get to make that educated decision. Okay, it's cool. There's a five, but all the other ingredients look great. I'm going to use it. I already bought it. Next time, maybe I'll find another one. And it's just not cleaning products. It's like makeup and skincare, just like a lot of things are on that website and they're continuously adding to it. So I feel like that's just a great resource for somebody that doesn't want to Google and doesn't know what they're looking for. Yeah, I really love what they make available. I'm always referring to their dirty dozen and clean 13 or 15 list, whatever it is every year, you know, the safest produce because not everybody can go totally organic, but you know, what has the least residue on it and their app, I haven't used a lot, but I know that if you don't find the product in their database, you can take a picture of the label and then it will eventually be added in. So we can be part of this awesome tool and help keep making it easier. I love what they do. They're a really awesome resource. So that's a great tip. And I think, you know, if somebody is sitting here going, I've cleaning products is where I'm going to start. I feel like a I mean, I think a lot of people get started with cleaning products. I'm not really sure why. I think cleaning products is maybe the easiest thing sometimes um, for some people to make that switch. But the number one ingredient, you already mentioned it, that I would avoid at all costs is fragrance. And like you said, it's looking for the fragrance free, not the unscented. And it's just, it's, it's just a crap storm. Like it's just there's no company has to list what's in their fragrance. So I feel like that's like the number one ingredient. If someone's getting started, just look something for fragrance free. And if you really want something to smell good, like go buy some essential oils or something like go buy orange, go buy lemon, add it to it. Um, and carry on with your day. Because I think we've been programmed that something's not clean unless it smells. And now I'm like, I can't smell anything. You know, our window was open and someone was doing laundry. They were drying their clothes with dryer sheets. And I'm like, okay, who's, who's, I, someone in the, in down the road is using dryer sheets. I need to close the window. I could smell it right away. And so you'll end up getting sensitive to smells once you go fragrance free. <laughs> but it's just, I would feel like that would be the number one thing to try to avoid. And I think it's easiest for people because it says fragrance on it, perfume or perf or a perfume. Like that's all it's going to say. And, you know, if it's scented with essential oils, then you have a better chance it'll be a lot better for you because they're using essential oils for the smell versus like some synthetic chemical crap storm of ingredients. Yes. I like that. The synthetic chemical crap storm. That's a very good way of putting it. I was going to use different language, but I just loved it a crap storm. (laughs) Because I've I've seen it something like as many as 300 different ingredients can fall under that non-disclosed parfum or fragrance. It's ridiculous. So yeah, let's let's, let's vote with our dollars. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I remembered where I started going, but you've led me down some great paths. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. Um, companies typically brag when they have a right to do so. So when they are using plant-based ingredients, when they are, you know, not tested on animals, when they are, you know, responsibly made or bought packaging and recycled plastics, right? Like you see that on the label. And when you find a company that, that boasts about that sort of thing, then you can feel a little bit more comfortable, at least that they're making better decisions overall. And so that's also helps. Yeah. I think it's, you know, you touched on greenwashing. It's just, again, it's, 
making that educated decision um, by looking at an ingredient, like looking at a label, you know, paraben free, um, phosphate free. And those are all really great claims, but you also have to think a little bit like, you know, once you get to that point of what are they replacing it with? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that could be, you know, exactly. If it's paraben free and it's like phosphate free, ammonia free, those are, that's also really great because those are things we should be looking for on ingredients lists. Um, but I always take it a step further of like, okay, that's great. But like, what is it being replaced with? That's what I want to know. I want to know what it's being replaced with because maybe that is going to be just as harmful. And I think that's where a lot of companies trick consumers because they say, oh, it's phosphate free or this free, <laughs> free for everything's free and it only contains water. No, <laughs> but like it's this free, but you know, it's a whole BPA era where it's like BPA free, BPA free. And that's great. But like, what are you replacing that BPA with? Is it just as harmful? Is it less harmful? Like the BPS, like we need to look into that a little bit more. So it's just to be mindful when you are looking at that. So some companies will quote unquote trick you because they want to make sales. It's marketing. Um, obviously if there's certifications to back them up, that's a different story. You know what I mean? Like different certifications for cruelty-free, if they are certified organic, USD, if they're fair trade, these are all reputable certifications. Um, and it's also to watch for companies that make up certifications, <laughs> like they make up their own thing, you know? Do you have a third party testing that for you? <laughs> no, just you, you just made that up. So, you know, it's just, you know, eventually with time, I feel like people end up looking at that. But if we're starting from like zero, it's just, if it says paraben-free or phosphate-free, it's much better than probably any other product you'll find. And then with time, you might say, okay, I'm going to take it a step further and see what the other ingredients actually mean. Yes. And I hope folks will visit your website. Is it goodgirlgonegreen.com? We'll it have is. The link in the show notes. <laughs> We're keeping it simple. You've got great resources, articles, blogs that you've been posting and sharing over there, resources available. So I hope folks will go and connect with you and check you out and check out your podcast, Green Junkie. I have about 40 episodes and they're a cross between guests and solo. So I do share a lot of information, a lot of different viewpoints on topics. Um, so I, I mean, I enjoy it <laughs> and I would hope other people enjoy it as well, but, um, it's just, and it's, it's just, it's just simple, you know, keeping things simple and, you know, doing the best that you can. Keep it simple. Start where you are. Listen to an episode while you're cleaning out one drawer in your bathroom and make a little headway, right? <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you hopping on the show with me today. I'm excited to make this connection, Stephanie, and see, see about collaborations in the future. For sure. For sure. Well, thanks for having me. I'm glad we got to connect in the last like less than 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that. I appreciate it. Absolutely. It's been a treat. Take good care of yourself. Thanks. Thanks for joining us today. To learn more about living life with less stress and more flow, visit happifiedlife.com. Subscribe on your favorite player to catch the next episode as soon as it's out. Sharing really is caring, so please rate and review the show while you're there. And if you know someone else who would love it, please pass it along. Until next time, my friends, keep on shining.